Adams, Adamley, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Gone with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Couple more concert films for you to think about this holiday season. Gimme Shelter. You want the 1970s version. Don't go in there and search Gimme Shelter and up comes something from 2023. It's a Christian film. Nothing wrong with a Christian film, but it ain't Gimme Shelter. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? Tammy Burns. Well, now look, do we sound better? Do we sound greater? Do we sound like things are good? I've got a brand new audio board here in the studio. It's so cute. Yeah, my old one exploded just like a bad movie from Hollywood. Yeah. I need to make a point of stating that the Rock School Radio Show is brought to you in part by the CPB, the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. And no, they didn't buy this board. I had to pay for it myself. Well, look, we're a couple weeks out from Christmas, so we have a Christmas show next week, and then the week after we'll do our end-of-year show where we give one more tip of the hat to those who passed away during the year, this being 2023. But it, it isn't so much anymore, but it used to be that Thanksgiving and Christmas, those were days you went to the movies. We used to do uh, right? that. Yeah, that used to be the thing. Movies would come out on those dates. Things have changed. However, we're starting to see a new cute little trend. AMC theaters, the actual projection places, are creating movies and giving money to people to make music and movies that they will then themselves distribute through their own uh, theaters. And you say, what are you talking about? Taylor Swift and Beyonce both have movies out of their concert tours. And they were both given money from AMC theaters. And it looks like this is a new, what do you call it, pathway? Wow. That what they're going to do is a successful tour. They will probably record it and you'll get to go see it in the theater. Like we're, we're going to buy tickets to the Eagles and Steely Dan when they come down here to New Orleans. And probably is going to end up being in some theater sometime soon. Yes. Do you you know how much money they were given? Yes, I do. Well, I do for Taylor Swift. I don't for Beyonce because that's what I want to start with. I can't play a, a song from it because I they're just not out there. Now I I've got the trailer. But that's no fun to listen to. It's called Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. It was released December 1st, and it is, again, a distribution agreement with AMC Theaters. It is her tour stop in Kansas City, Missouri. That's about it. Right now, it's at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Of course it is. All of her fans, the Bay Hive, are going to show up. Uh, she's got a few others out. Movies, by the way. Lemonade, Homecoming, and Black is King. I just got this idea because they showed all of the releases. We're recording this on December 2. They showed the release in New Orleans. 
And if you remember, they were showing that theaters just turned the lights on because people were watching it as if they were at the concert. And people are dancing and running through the aisles. And Really? Know, yeah, as long as nobody breaks anything, yeah, knock it out. Wow. Go for it. you got to know it's got, it had to have been a lot like that when Hard Day's Night by the Beatles came out. Mm -hmm. But so look, if you're going to go see Renaissance, a film by Beyonce, you know, enjoy it. However, there are a lot of concert films that you can watch in the safety and comfort of your own home. That's how Tammy and I do it. Why? I say safety because I kind of have to go to the bathroom halfway through bathroom. a film and the uh, the beer is well, it's not beer anymore. The water is always cold here. So what are you supposed to watch? Well, look, you got to go to the film, to the theater, to see uh, Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. However, if you want to see a real banger, a real magnificent film, it's called Summer of Soul, and then there's a parenthesis, or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised, it is a film documenting the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival. came out in 2021. You can get it on all the streaming services. Questlove, the drummer from Jimmy Fallon's band, right. was the one directing it. It comes in the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival. It was six Sundays between June 29th and August 24th in Marcus Gravy Park in Harlem. Now, the thing about it is... All that footage existed. It happened in 69, which was sort of this time of festivals, Woodstock, and they were coming off of Monterey Pop and all of that, Altamont, of course, which we'll talk about a little bit later on. But no one had seen any of this footage, and it was all shot professionally. So what Questlove did was grab all that footage, do interviews, and there you go. That's it. And it's a banger. It's good. It is a Christmas morning after the <laughs> carnage. It is, or a Christmas Eve, well spent after the kids go to bed. We're going to play something from each one of these uh, concert films that I talk about. Well, not all of them. We just don't have the time. This one is from Summer of Soul. This is Everyday People, Slime to Family Stone here on Rock School. From Summer of Soul, and honest to goodness, it is a banger. You should go out and have a look for that one. However, on Christmas Eve or whatever days before Christmas, if you want to say Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, which was released all the way back on October 11th, by the way, currently, according to the Guinness World Records, quote, highest grossing concert or performance film at the global box office. It is now at a worldwide total of $250 million, 178 million of it in the good old United States and Canada, America's hat. Uh, so that's at the theater. There's not much you can do with it. And it is directly with AMC theaters, like we said before. I lied to you. I don't have a number that AMC theaters paid for it. What's interesting is the Beyonce concert film now has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. This one, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour, has 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh -uh. which means some jerk hated it. One person, I'll huh? bet it's a guy. I'll oh. bet it's a guy. Well, look, if you don't want to go to either of the Beyonce or Taylor Swift's, 
get one in the comfort of your own home? I'm going to tell you this is arguably, what I'm about to tell you, arguably the greatest in-concert film, period. However, you do kind of have to like the band. Do you like Talking Heads? Uh, you don't, really? Play the hits. Okay. 1984, they made a movie called Stop Making Sense. Uh, Jonathan Demme actually directed the thing, Silence of the Lamb Guy. Mm -hmm. Four nights at the Panagies Theater, December 1983. They were touring on Speaking in Tongues. You know it. I know you do. It's the one with David Byrne in the huge suit. Yeah. The big white or gray suit. This oh, is, yeah. This is not my beautiful wife. This, this is my... not my beautiful wife. Yep. Yeah. It, it is from 1984. And if you watch it, when you watch it, the band is using digital instruments live. Now, you think to yourself, oh, we do that all the time. In 84, that was odd. It the was a big thing, The huh? studio was one thing, because if they screwed up, well, well, try it again. Live with the digital stuff, it's impressive, but you have to look at it for the time that it was. Here you go. From Stop Making Sense, Talking Heads on Rock School. more concert films for you to think about this holiday season. Gimme Shelter. You want the 1970s version. Don't go in there and search Gimme Shelter and up comes something from 2023. It's a Christian film. Nothing wrong with a Christian film, but it ain't Gimme Shelter, which is the Rolling Stones at Altamont back in 1969. What's great about it, and what some people will tell you is, you know, there are famous directors and such. I get it. However, if you don't know about Altamont, it, it may have been the worst concert ever put on. It focuses on the performances. It focuses on a lot of live stuff with the Rolling Stones, with them recording at the Muscle Shoals Sound Studio. However, the big story from Altamont was the Hells Angels mm -hmm. stop basically attacking the audience and also stabbing to death Meredith Hunter. And it is covered right. in a, a great deal of, what do you call it, detail mm -hmm. all the way through it. It also has Sonny Barger's famous phone call the next day to KSAN Radio. There's a big section where Jagger is shown the footage where he was supposedly shot at. I don't think he was. I, I'm sorry, I just don't think he was. So there you have it. And I could explain why, but it, it's really not worth it. All right, here's another one to think about if you're interested. Monterey Pop, 1968. This is the one you want. Two years previous to it, there was uh, the Monterey Pop concert where Dylan went electric, but that's not this concert film. This is the one that basically set the 1960s into a cultural moment. This is the one where Hendrix lights his guitar on fire. Woo! Janis Joplin blows the stage apart, and Mama Cass says, we should quit, which they finally did. And the one big thing is Otis Redding. It's said to he made his career right there. It's one of those things. Otis Redding was 
the only soul performer there. Yeah. And it's you you got to know it's like sending Dolly Parton to a heavy metal <laughs> concert and you're like, hey, is this He's guy like, going to be able to win this crowd over? Oh. <laughs> he had to be thinking, why am I here? No, no, he did it right. He was thinking, I got one shot at winning these people over, and Bam. he came out, sang his guts out. And matter of fact, I have it for you from Monterey Pop 1968. You want the one that's directed by D.A. Pennybaker. Here's Otis Redding on Rock School. I've been loving you. Too long to stop now. You were there. Good God Almighty! Good God Almighty! All right, coming into the break, by the way, every one of these shows, these concerts that I'm talking to you about, I've seen, except for into our two breaks. All of these that I'm going to list for you, I have not seen. However, they show up on a lot of lists because that's how I basically put this together. I had a whole bunch of lists that I plucked from because I needed dates and things like that. So here are some to think about. However, I haven't seen them. However... A lot of people said, wow, these are great. 1987, Prince's Sign of the Times. Again, I've never seen it, but it showed up on a lot of multiple lists. And it's the same thing. It's him on his concert tour from the movie Sign of the Times, and apparently it's great. There is a movie that my buddy Steve has told me about 7,000 times. It's The Beastie Boys at Madison Square Garden. The name of the movie is awesome. I effing shot that. (laughs) (laughs) effing is not effing but 2006 what they did is they had camcorders it was about 100 camcorders and they just gave them to people in the audience and said film whatever you want and they put it together we should watch that well i i can only imagine how bad it is yeah you know the 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 blair witch project yeah i actually got nauseous at the blair witch project me too it just all the camera movement Uh come on depeche mode 101 what's great is it's da pennybaker again he decided to follow a a contest winner if you will to get to the concert it's that's it kind of kind of neat uh i haven't seen it though 1983 minor threat live at the 930 club this is you gotta like minor threat if it's one of those things if you like minor threat it's the greatest thing in the world there's a van halen it, it it is just a concert there's no interviews or anything like that but it's called live without a net and honestly i'm finding it hard to find it's when sammy first joined the band there's another one i can't remember what it was it takes place in new haven connecticut and they go new Haven, connecticut but it's just a straightforward concert film and you mm-hmm. can basically piece it together on youtube rather than going ahead and seeing it. But if you're a Minor Threat fan, there you go. One Man Show from 1982. This showed up on a lot of lists, and people just think it's the greatest thing in the world. Do you? Can you name one Grace Jones song? Huh? We Built the City. No, no, that's Grace Slick. Oh, Grace yes, Jones. Grace. Yeah, she's an ex-model. She's about oh, nine, nine feet, feet tall, tall. Mm-hmm. and she's just freaking gorgeous. Uh, 
but she loves all that odd synth stuff. Yeah. Apparently what it is is about four live tracks and then about six Grace Jones videos just strung together. Again, I have to believe if you like Grace Jones, you're going to think it's the greatest thing in the world. Now, I'll give you one more here. Katy Perry, Part of Me, came out in 2012. I don't know it. Apparently has a lot of backstage stuff when she was married to that guy who's now, you know, under some indictment. I can see him. He's a oh, British really? comedian. Really? He's really? Yeah. Oh, he's under a lot of indictments. Uh-oh. I got to look got to look him up during the break. Why can't I? Russell, Russell Brandt. Crow. Brandt. No, no, not Russell Crowe. Crowe. Ooh, no. that would have been nice. That's huh? Gladi- Gladiator. That's true. But Russell Brandt, yeah. So he was in that. It's a lot of backstage stuff. But look, it's Katy Perry. You know, you like Katy Perry, watch it. You're going to love it. You don't like Katy Perry, you probably won't like it that much. Like when she played the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. people said to me, oh, Katy Perry stunk. No, she didn't. She did what Katy Perry does. She was amazing. I thought it was, I thought it was great. I don't really care for that style of music, but so what? Who's listening to us? WMCE, Erie, PA. Beautiful. Back in a minute here on Rock School. <laughs> give you two more out of the break that you might be able to enjoy this holiday season. The song remains the same. Led Zeppelin, 1976. All was during their 1973 concerts at Madison Square Garden. I've watched it twice. This is where I lose all of you. I found it got boring. <laughs> I, I, I know what I wanted. And yeah, there were some up and peppy songs, but long things of them walking in the grass right. and I wasn't blown out of the water by mm. there are people that think it's the greatest thing in the world and right now I'm positive I have lost friends but I, I got a little bored with it I don't know the one I didn't get bored with 1978 the last waltz it is the band playing their last concert November 25th 1976 Winterland Ballroom in San Francisco If you like the band, even if you only like the band's big hits, Up on Cripple Creek, The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down. Yeah, all good stuff. Take a load off, man. Right. The fun part of it is this is that band's goodbye, and all the people who perform with them at the concert, Mm -hmm. which, uh, let's see, Dylan, Joni Mitchell, Ringo Starr, etc., they are all former employees of the band. Get out. Meaning they all hired the band to play behind them. So that's kind of the, the I don't know, the turnaround on it. <laughs> these are their funny. these are their former bosses up there. And they're called the band because of that. Right. They were a backup band, so they are. So back up. The ba- so back up. Yeah. Uh it's good. It is very good. It's beautiful. I believe it's the first true concert movie shot like a feature film but then again Martin Scorsese was behind the director's chair nice so so if you haven't seen it The Last Waltz you will love it if you have seen it see it again it is super good from The Last Waltz here's the band on Rock School a Virgil Kane is his name and I served on the Danville train to Stoneman 
To the bottom of the hour, I'm Joe Burns. You are Sammy Burns. Hey, happy holidays, everyone! You know what you used to do in Thanksgiving, Christmas? Used to go see a movie. Yeah. Well, Beyonce and her best friend, apparently Taylor Swift, have both put out these big concert films through AMC theaters, and it looks like that's going to be the future. Major tours will probably be shot and then released and distributed simply through AMC Theaters, which we have one in this here town. Right. So we can go see Beyonce and all of that. I just, you know, we're going to go see, I think I said this at the top of the show, we're going to go see the Eagles and Steely Dan. I'll bet it becomes a, a you movie. You know it will. Probably, probably. So, looky look, let me give you one more to watch here at the beginning of this. Then we'll do seven days and we'll do another one. Uh, I don't know that this literally falls into this correctly but 1964 if you have not seen Hard Day's Night by Richard Lester starring it's a small band you may have heard of the Beatles yeah oh yeah the Beatles John George Paul Ringo yeah <laughs> yeah it's basically 36 hours in the life of the Beatles in a made up thing and Richard Lester was told just to make something dumb so little girls can scream and spend I don't know how many pounds to go see a film. The thing about it is, he said, well, look, if you're going to put me in charge of this, I think I'm going to make a good film. Nice. Which he did. All right, let's do seven days in 70 seconds. Here be the dates, December 11th all the way through December 17th. You got Monday, Tammy. Go. December 11th, 2006. All I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. Ew. Becomes the first ringtone certified gold for sales of over 500,000. Good Lord. December 12, 1980, Marie Osmond's solo variety series, Marie, premieres on NBC. December 13, 1999, BMI publishes their list of the most played songs on American radio and TV in the 20th century. You've lost that love and feeling tops the list. Yep. December 14, 1977, Saturday Night Live. Uh, fe- pardon me, Saturday Night Fever. I don't know what I'm doing. Opens in theaters. December 15, 1955, Johnny Cash releases Wholesome Prison Blues. December 16, 1970, Happy Birthday. Look, no, that's not right. December 16, 1770. Long time ago. You know, I got to read my own writing. Yeah, you do. Happy Birthday, Ludwig van Halen. No, it's van Beethoven. Ooh. Yeah, Ludwig, uh, Beethoven. anyway, back in 1770, uh, Ludwig had a birthday. December 17th, 1997, MP3 goes online. For the first time, anybody can upload their music and have free distribution. That was insane at the time. That wraps up seven days and 70 seconds. All right, what are we going to play? Wattstack. W-A-T-T-S-T-A-X. It is a portmanteau. That means shoving two words together. Watts as in where the riots occurred in 1965, and Stacks, as in the Memphis-based record company. Right. So what happened was it was a seventh anniversary concert of the 1965 Watts riots in Los Angeles. 
The concert takes place at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, and when you see it, it's like all you know, young people running around. How are they affording all of this? They sold tickets for a dollar. Really? Really, really. And the staple singers, Richard Pryor, Carla Thomas, Luther Ingram, Kim West. If you were on Stax, you were there. Wow. Isaac Hayes, people say, brought the house down. I don't know. I thought Rufus Thomas and Do the Funky Chicken. Imagine the entire Los Angeles Coliseum performing the funky chicken. I shall play it for you now here on Rock School. Into the second break, once again, let me talk to you about some that I have not seen but showed up on a whole lot of lists. Uh, U2 3D. And what's interesting about it, it was the first live-action 3D film. It was their Vertigo tour back in 2005-2006. They caught the set in Buenos Aires. Whole thing was shot in in 3D on 18 different cameras it had That's never crazy. been done before. Yep. What happened was it all happened after that. Then you've got a, a boys to men and a this and a that, and they're all in 3D. But this was the first one to do it. I'm feeling sick just thinking about it. <laughs> Rattle and hum. Speaking of U2, 1988 uh, featured artist U2, of course. And uh, some people liked it. Some people said it was pretentious. What? Bono? No. Bono was pretentious? How do you spell that? Michael Jackson's This Is It, 2009. Uh, you know, the reason I haven't seen it, it's not that I dislike Michael Jackson. It is cobbled together from what they had before he died, rehearsing for those famous U2 or O2 arena concerts that yep. he was going to put on. Yep. It's. It seemed like a money recoup grab, mm-hmm. and I just. Eh, I'm sure it was. Yeah, if it comes out for free, sure. But before that, yeah. Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, 2011. Look, if you like Justin Bieber, you're going to adore it. Right. It's, it's the Beatles. How many parents hated the Beatles when Hard Day's Night came out? Mm-hmm. And the kids just thought it was great, and the parents were fuddy duddies. Well, I'm a Justin Bieber fuddy duddy. There is also something called Don't Look Back. It is D.A. Pennybaker. He keeps showing up in this thing. Bob Dylan's Tour of England in 1965. There's not a lot of live music, but what it does have right at the beginning is that famous, and many people think, first music video of Bob Dylan using giant cards as subterranean homesick blues play in the background, and he drops the cars and keywords keep showing up. Yeah. And Madonna's Truth or Dare. I have seen bits and pieces of it. It, it. it just got critically crushed, but 
a lot of people say this is her at the top of her game. And you can't deny the success she'd had. I love a lot of Madonna stuff. Oh, yeah, me too. I really love a lot of Madonna stuff, but I've never seen Truth or Dare. So there you have it. Who's listening to us on this here Rock School radio show? Uh, KRFY, Sandpoint, Idaho. Beautiful. Back in a minute here on Rock School. break let me give you a couple more that you might enjoy over this holiday season Woodstock if you haven't seen the Woodstock film it really is something to behold it is a cultural touchstone that was destroyed three months afterwards I don't mean Woodstock but Woodstock happened in August Mm -hmm. and then December came Altamont Right. And this glorious idea of festivals and such basically fell away until, if I had to pick one, it would have been Lollapalooza. Okay. What was that, early 90s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, it really is something to see. It won an Oscar, of course it did. And if you if you don't want to sit the whole way through it, you can basically piece the majority of it together by looking at YouTube videos. Now... If I'm going to give you one you got to watch, it would be Stop Making Sense. But if I'm going to give you a second one you got to watch, it's called The Tammy Show. Spell that T-A-M-I, The Tammy Show. It's from the year we were born, 1964. Uh Right. Tammy either means Teenage Awards Music International or Teen Age Music International. It's on everything a couple, two, three different ways. Now, don't get me wrong, it's a touchstone film, meaning it's 64, so the Beach Boys are there, Motown's there, James Dean is there, but there is an underling story in it that James Brown is performing, not with, but on the same bill as the Rolling Stones. And James Brown wanted to blow the Rolling Stones off the continent. You know what? Go back to England. You will never touch this. Right. And it was one of those things when you watch it, James Brown is adamant. I'm not sure Mick Jagger knew he was in a fight. (laughs) (laughs) But what it meant was that James Brown came out loaded for bear and he came with a live band lookout, sister. So here's little James Brown from the Tammy Show on Rockstar. that I have for you. Are there others? Of course. Uh, But like I said, I wanted to only play for you 
ones that I have seen, because then I can personally vouch for how good they are. I don't want to send you to see something you're like, uh, that rock school guy said that this was good. Right. The ones I'm playing are good. One you might want to see, Shine a Light. Now, Martin Scorsese already did The Last Waltz. I think he was trying to do the same with The Rolling Stones back in 2008. However, The Rolling Stones won't quit. They are going on a tour. And by the way, I I know you're going to think I'm making a joke. I'm not. It is sponsored in part by ARP, the American Association of Retired. I'm not kidding you. I keep waiting for Depends to step up. (laughs) What does ARP give you? If you're a member of ARP, I'm a member of ARP. I really am. You are? Shut up, kids. Okay, boomer. Um, You get access to the tickets early. The only stop they're making in the great state of Louisiana is at Jazz Fest. Mm -hmm. And you either love Jazz Fest or you don't. Because it's at a racetrack. It is, you are under the tip-top hot sun. You know. It's either mud or Mud or sun. Or both. So, yeah, and I'm not going to do that again. I know, I get it, I get it, I get it. But... It is, again, it's the Rolling Stones, but it's Scorsese, so it is just shot beautifully. And you just amaze yourself looking at these old guys like, how are you still doing this? Right. And they're going to go out and do it again. And then the final one, directed by Alan Elliott. I'll make you bet you don't even know this one is out there. I was told about this back when I was working at, uh, at Susquehanna. It's a documentary of Aretha Franklin with the choir at the New Bethel Baptist Church in Watts, Los Angeles. It was released in 2018 and to date has only made about $5 million. But the thing about it is, it's Aretha Franklin at the top of her voice right? with a gospel choir mm-hmm. and it will blow your ears to the back of your head. Nice. Now, I got both of them. I got I got her singing and I got Shine a Light. Which would you like? Mm, Aretha. You betcha. That's going to wrap it up. I'm Joe Burns. Tammy Burns. That's it. Class is dismissed. I'm climbing.